RP. Whoopsie. Hello and welcome to the first episode of RP Whoopsie. This is just a wee interlude episode to correct some of the things that I've gotten wrong in the storytelling that I have made up so far. Unfortunately, I haven't done as extensive of research into this topic as I would have liked. Um, and I'm still learning as I go, as I uh, create all these uh, stories. Jack has nothing to do with the whole story telling part and the telling side of things, which is why I'll be delivering this. He's also not really allowed to know, if that makes sense, just because it would kind of ruin the surprise if he knew so much about Admiral Yi. I think we might have discussed this already, but just to, just to clarify. The other reason this is an interlude episode is because Jack is currently uh, back in Blenheim. He is uh, working again and meeting up with people that he missed the opportunity to meet uh, last time, which is why this interlude period is happening altogether. When we went to record, I realized that the script that I had prepared for episode three, the episode really wasn't just kind of decent in my eyes, if that makes sense. So the first thing I would like to correct is Yi Sunshin's name. Uh, in Korea, the Y is actually quite soft. Uh, from what I know. I don't know much about the Korean language or Korean pronunciation itself, so it's actually the, his correct, uh, the way to correctly pronounce this Admiral's ye, uh, name is Yi uh, Sunshin, I believe, or Yi Sunshin. Um, I had to look at a video to try and watch it and watch it repeatedly because I thought that I was getting it wrong. A friend of mine in class had told me that um, Yi or Li, uh, the Y and the L, are actually soft, and so it comes out as Yi or E, um, more correctly. So that's the first thing that uh, needs to be kind of issued <clears throat> or uh, talked about is Isunshin. Uh, the second thing was that in his battles, so we've just had episode two come out and Admiral Yi has gone into battle, finally as a naval commander. Uh, unfortunately, I may have got a few things wrong. Um, the first one being how many boats that Admiral Yi actually had. So uh, Admiral Yi actually set sail into battle at his first battle, the Battle of Okpo, has 24 large warships, but he also has uh, 15 small warships and 46 other boats that were used. Um, those fishing boats as well were also fitted out with a few cannons and kind of modified to a degree. So uh, when I say like fishing boats, it's not like they were just useless kind of uh, boat shields, if that makes sense, or like little rams or decoys or anything like that. They were actually kitted out to fight and naval battle it's just unfortunately that um yeah no I, I i didn't get the right information on that one the third thing that i want to address which is uh the big thing and that is that the the japanese when they attacked the japanese at the battle of okpo it actually was very very quick it happened very early in the morning from what i understand it happened very very soon and they took on the 50 warships like i suggest like uh it, it was told but the five ships that were harbored in the second battle they weren't actually harboured. They were trying to flee because they were remnants of the 50 ships that had been already uh, harboured. So 26 had gone down out of the 50 at this point and five were trying to flee and they got caught and they went down, taken up to 31 and then 13 more ships um, that were from that same uh, fleet were found docked nearby and they were attacked the next day. So during the day, it was the 50 ships were initially attacked, 26 went down. During the night, five ships tried to flee, and they got caught, and they got sunk. And then the next day, 13 ships that were part of the battle had uh, sailed off, had docked again, and uh, were also informed by spies to Admiral E. And he ended up finding them and destroying 11 of them. Now, what that takes that number up to, I'm pretty sure is 42. 
where I've said 44, I think, in the episode. But that's where it, it really stands at this point. The last thing I want to talk about is the Japanese invasion of Korea. I said it lasted six months. That wasn't actually the case. It lasted more closely to two or three. Uh, in the first days that the Japanese landed, uh, they were absolutely devastating the Korean army because the Korean army, as we know from episode one, was totally pathetic. They didn't really train. Uh, in the extended edition, it kind of gets more explained on why the army was so insufficient, but basically it's because there was 200 years of peace in Korea, and so they focused more on writing and culture, raising, kind of getting trade going, getting their gold, uh, increasing their overall um, country's income, getting people into more scholarly positions was at the time seen as a better thing to do rather than military positions. And so Yi Sun Shin was from a very high kind of political family at the time. Uh, they were quite, they were seen quite highly by the Quartzer and most people looked down on Yi when he decided he wanted to take, to take a military career because the Confucian court was seen and being a scholar was seen as a better role, a better job, better occupation at the time, and that's where they wanted him to go. But when Japan invaded, they didn't have any soldiers, they didn't have any admirals, they didn't have any generals, because everyone that was a general basically was from a, a, a less well-educated family. So he knew how to write and he knew how to read, um, which is why people wanted him to be kind of more in a scholarly position. But he ended up taking like his father and kind of going away from the Confucian court and getting away from all that kind of jazz. The when the Japanese invaded, of course, then in 19 days, uh, they had already taken Seoul, which was in the middle of Korea, still is, I, th I think it's in actually in South Korea now. I'm not too sure on the geography currently, but at the time it was roughly around the center of Korea. They had taken Seoul in 19 days. They basically attacked from the south, which if you look at Korea, makes sense. They attacked from the south, I can't remember which port uh, at the time, and took half of the uh, country within 19 days. And then from there they marched on up to, uh, I'm going to get these names wrong again, uh, Hansong and Pyongyang. And so by that time, the king had to flee from Seoul into Pyongyang. And then from uh, Pyongyang, he ended up going even further out to Jeolla. Uh, I think it's called that, which is like a little province that was basically on the northern border, which Admiral Yi was uh, given to. Uh, sorry, I should also mention the other thing was that he, uh, when he became an admiral to start off with, he was only an admiral within... The, he was a naval commander, not an admiral, in the Jola northern province, which I don't actually know really what that means. I've kind of looked into it. Most historians don't really know what that means. I think it just means that he was uh, one of the commanders that kind of looked after the, the northern area. And so that was the province that he was in charge of, navally at least. I believe there was another general who was in charge of uh, the soldiers that were there as well. But because the king had ended up in Jola, where Admiral Yi was, that's why they weren't able to completely take over Korea and march into China, because Yi was defending that outpost. Um, and so that's where they, they stand currently at the moment. But anyway, that's all from me, unfortunately. Um, it seems like this is a very sh a short episode, and it kind of is. Uh, again, because we don't have Jack here, uh, it, and because uh, the script wasn't kind of prepared or didn't kind of flesh out in the way that I I would hoped it had, uh, the episode three has to be delayed. But 
I still hope you guys found this informative and still enjoyable nonetheless. The story that and the, the role-playing that we've got going on so far, it's really enjoyable for us. If you're really enjoying these episodes, feel free to comment or just hit us up. Uh, our email is roleplayinghistory at gmail.co.nz. Apologies, no, it's roleplayhistory at gmail.co.nz. We've got our Facebook page, which is RP History. You've got our Instagram, which is Roleplaying History. And you've also got our Twitter, which I believe is also RP History. So if you want to hit us up and give us some feedback, some comments on uh, what you'd like, that would be awesome. If you're finding it interesting, please let us know because the support means a lot to us as we are just trying to start off a podcast. We don't really know what you guys want. And that's the whole reason for the podcast is to you know make you guys have an enjoyable experience while also finding history fun uh the whole thing to is to make history fun but at the same time this is what this episode is for is to make sure that i'm getting it historically accurate because if i'm not then it's there's no point because it's fun but it's still pointless if it's not being historically accurate i'm not giving you the the whole story um so to speak but anyway thank you for listening thank you for tuning in uh and we hope to see you in episode three of rp history